Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, fun fans, Matt Fowler here. I have an interview with Juice Robinson of New Japan Pro Wrestling, all about the G1 Climax, uh, which is kicking off here. Its first night here is going to be on Saturday, July 6th, in my neck of the woods in Dallas, the first time the tournament has ever held a night in the United States. It's pretty historic. I talked to Juice all about that, as well as his match with John Moxley. Uh, you know, John Moxley famously is his first post-WWE match, was against Juice Robinson, in which he captured the IWGP United States Championship. So I talked to Juice about that, about being on the losing end of that bout, but also coming out maybe perhaps a little reborn and revitalized for this G1 Climax tournament. And so enjoy this interview. It's 15 minutes long. I don't know. I didn't really keep time in my head. But also be aware that you can watch New Japan here in the States if you have Access TV. Access TV... Uh, Airs New Japan and Wow Women of Wrestling. Both of those shows are moving to Saturday nights uh, starting July 13th. But this Saturday, Access TV will actually be airing live the first night of the G1 Climax Tournament here in Dallas. So you can watch that as well as keep up with the tournament all summer on Access TV as both of those wrestling shows move to Saturday, night, Saturday nights. So keep that in mind and enjoy the interview. Shockma. We enjoy wrestling. I am uh, extremely excited for the uh, opening night of uh, G1 Climax 29, especially since I live here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. <laughs> so it's uh, it's sort of a dream come true. Can you tell Are me... You're going to be there then? Yeah, I will be there. I'll be there. Um, awesome. Uh, who, who is Juice Robinson right now compared to who you were a few years ago when you first started competing at the G1 Climax? Well, I think that now I'm just I'm becoming more confident that I'm starting to have, you know, I've wrestled in Tokyo Dome a couple times now. I've been in a couple G1s. I've had, you know, a bunch of main events. I've had championships. So I'm you're just more maybe seeing a more seasoned, more confident, relaxed uh, professional. Would that would you have described yourself that way back then, like as not being as sure of yourself as as confident when you first started competing in New Japan? Oh yeah, for sure. I think that's the nature of the business. You need to, uh, you know, get your feet wet and you know get over the nerves and become more confident. And after you do, like you know, after you've main evented a cork, and then the next time you do it, you're going to be a little less nervous, a little more comfortable. I think that just comes with what pro wrestling is. Now, uh, over the uh, past year or so, even maybe even before that, you're you have uh, gained a lot of notice also for your post match promos and being very sort of, um, you know, you're very you have your heart on your sleeve. You say what you feel. Sometimes you're a bit self deprecating, and that seems to have 
connected you to fans, I think, even more. Would you agree? Yeah. Well, I think that maybe people like my promos because they just see 100% realness. And like you said, you know, sometimes I'm self-deprecating. I think that I'm just a human and everybody's seeing me not play a character. They're just seeing a real-life person in front of them. Um, that sometimes he's having good days and sometimes he's having bad days, but he's always going to be a hundred percent authentic. And that's all I'm really trying to do. And, you know, sometimes I, I'll get in front of the camera and hit a banger and just know like, Holy cow, that was a good pro wrestling call. And then other times it's like, well, that was a swing and a miss. But the cool thing about new Japan is they let you talk all the time. So yeah. And it's like it, open form, but it's, very, and- it's a very pure environment. And also, would you say that freedom ex- extends to your style in the ring now, being able to try whatever you want and to go out there and maybe reinvent yourself whenever you need to? Yep. And that's why I love New Japan so much. Nobody, everybody's, it's just the performer. The performer makes the choices and and then you're pre- you're presented with what, what they want to show you. There's no... Um, there's it's just freedom there's no behind the scenes you know puppet strings being pulled stuff like that it's just everybody's being themselves and i think it's why new japan's the best wrestling right now um i would say that uh so we're about a month away now from you losing the iwgp united states championship to john moxley going into this to g1 climax 29 how much is that sitting with you losing your championship and how much is it how much does it affect your mindset going into a, a tournament where the winner will get a, a shot at the IWGP Heavyweight Championship? How much is that? Are you balancing that with wanting to regain your United States Championship? No, I'm looking at the G1 as a fresh start, kind of. And um, the cool thing about it, all 20 guys, I mean, anybody could have a great G1 and any of these guys can have a bad G1. It's really just a roll of the dice, but... You know, if if I pin Moxley, is out of my mind because then I'll have a title shot down the road. Hell yeah! But if I uh, if I just have a good G one, it's going to open up opportunities. But the Moxley situation is on my mind. But I'm looking, at, I'm trying to look at the G one with a fresh set of eyes. So then, do you come out of that Moxley match feeling a little rebirthed, reborn in a way? Yeah, in a weird way because he brought he was able to help me go to a place that I needed to show the audience that I could go to. And I knew win, lose, or draw that I would step up to the plate and match match him on every level, and I did. And I just needed to show the audience that I did. Do I have the title anymore? No. Does it suck? Yeah, but, you know, I can – I don't know. That That's the kind of matches I wanted to have with that title. And if I get it back, I get it back, and then I'll have more of those matches. If not, I think the title is moving up slowly, so that makes me happy. Is this an instance, would you say, maybe of – winning while losing of you know you coming out of that match with a bigger spotlight on yourself and because you were able to show people a more intense uh, you know a more, a more intense style in the ring yep i think it was because i knew everybody was watching so if i wanted to make a statement that would be the time to do it so it all worked out really well for me and, and not just in the end yeah not just up eye and uh, scars on my forehead from <laughs> bite marks yeah of <laughs> getting gnawed on oh man yep uh, and not just people who have been watching you in New Japan, seeing you with new eyes, but maybe people were tuning in, perhaps, who weren't familiar with New Japan just because 
you know, Moxley, who was so hot at the time, this was his first post-WWE match, they were maybe seeing you for either the first time or the first time since you were back in NXT. Is that something you were thinking of, too? I, I didn't really think about it till after the fact, but, yeah, but to be able to rub shoulders with him, he's such a huge star. It obviously, uh, you know, kind of helped me, you know, maybe bump me up a little just by being in there with him. So, yeah, well, I you're... mean, after the fact, yeah, that's, it is cool. Yeah, you're definitely in the conversation now when people are talking about G1 Climax 29, just, you know, with all the great names. And I have a few um, questions here from some of our listeners. Uh, the first comes from uh, uh, Chris from North Carolina, and he just says, he said a lot of attention has been paid to uh, online to the, how stacked the A block is, but I feel like the B block, which is what you are a part of, is stacked as well. Uh, is there anyone in particular you're looking forward to in this block out of maybe out of the others that you're looking forward to facing in the B block. Yes. I'm really looking forward to the opener that I have on July 13th, I believe uh, the B block opens. And I think that actually, I do believe it's, that's going to be live on access TV at 9 PM Eastern. I think my first match is Shingo. And I'm really looking forward to that because that guy was a dude that I was watching in the whole best of the super juniors being like, man, that is a heavyweight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a right. he's a badass wrestler, and I can't wait to get in there. And I want to just see how hard he hits, and I want to hit him really hard. I, I'm looking really forward to that. So, are you going I, into that? Like a guy. Yeah, are you, would you be going into that with the same intensity that you went into with Moxley? Sort of like this oh. is your new style. This is who I am now. Yeah, yeah, and that, so that'd be a that's a perfect match for me. I'm looking really forward to that. And then, of course, the Moxley match, which is, uh, I know the date, August 17th. That's the one right before the finals, which is the 24th. Is it fitting? And that will be on Access TV, too. Yeah, well, it's a great time for New Japan, obviously, with Access TV airing this. They're also, I believe, airing live the first night, uh, this coming um, Saturday, July 6th, live uh, the opening night of G1. And, uh, is it fitting, Eastern, brother, 6 p.m. Eastern. Is it fitting or frustrating that Moxley is on the final day of the tournament for you? Is it frustrating, did you say? Or is it fitting or frustrating, or did, is it somebody oh, you fitting. wanted to face sooner or later? I think it's fitting. And I think that, you know, with the eight matches before, if they all go according to plan, I should be, you know, back on the top of my... Uh, you know, my spiritual mountain in a sense. <laughs> yeah. You know, I want to, I want to go, I want to go out, have a match with that guy when I'm at my, you know, top condition, ready to roll. And I think I need the hangover after that last match, you know, I'm still kind of feeling it. So I, yeah, I'm glad it's at the end. <laughs> when you, when you do post-match interviews, is there a part, because these are, you know, brutal hard hitting matches, especially the ones with Moxley, where it's like, you're also very physically vulnerable. You know, you're, you're hurting, you're coming out of something that's very tough. Is that sort of also the reason why your you know your guard kind of drops and you give those very bare promos? Oh man, I don't know. I just let I just let the shit hit the fan, you know. I just let it let it out. And like I told you earlier, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not so good. But <laughs> I I yeah, I think some of my better ones though have been when I was hurt, maybe like when I broke my hand. That was that was yeah. some pretty good stuff there. That, that was one and that people remember a lot, hurt. yeah. Yeah, and then I got, you know, I was pretty hurt after the real Goku final, and everybody seemed to have something to say about that one, too. So, yeah, maybe when I'm hurt, I'm a little even more, 
you know, venomous. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, you got a point. I never really thought about it. Um, Karen, uh, at Karen Nerds Out on Twitter, uh, a listener here, also writes in, as an American who uh, worked his way through the NJPW uh, dojo, how does it feel to have the historical tournament open here for the United, in the United States for the first time? It is really cool. Just since I've been with New Japan, just seeing them grow and, you know, reach out even into Australia, but America, especially the UK, I, they've wanted to grow and they're really trying. And I think it's great. And I'm glad to be in on the, the ground floor, so to speak with it. And yeah, I'm really proud that I'm going to be an American and wrestle the first G1 match ever outside of Japan, let alone in America, just even outside of Japan. So definitely uh, I'll be super proud. But at, at the end of the day, I'm still just, it's still, it's still new Japan. I don't know. It's yeah. kind of a mixed thing. I, I'm gonna, like, I, I don't know. I really don't think about it. I don't get too like too patri, too uh, patriotic about it, but it is, it is pretty cool. The, uh, I'm going to name a few other people in the B block here and just see uh, what your thoughts are. Uh, uh, your thoughts on facing uh, uh, Jeff Cobb? Oh, I'm looking forward to that one because that one's at Cork and uh, I can't. I don't remember the date, but I always love wrestling Cork and I love Jeff and I think we're going to have a really good match, awesome match actually. Uh, Goto. And I always love wrestling Goto because he brings out a lot of aggression and I don't, I don't know. I think we met, ma- we match up really well. Uh, uh, he, I think we're even now. Now we've had matches where I was the young boy and on the way up. And now I, I don't know. I kind of view us as on an even playing field. So that's going to be awesome. Uh, you mentioned Shingo, um, uh, Jay White, somebody you also have history with. Yeah. And I like obviously wrestling him too, man. I, <laughs> a black stack, B blacks, Stacked. The whole G one is just stacked. There's nobody you don't want to wrestle in these. Uh, it's only it's only uh, sort of sad that you don't you know you get only the people obviously from your block and then the you know if you go on and to the finals you could face someone the winner of the A block but yeah you don't get to touch the people over in the A block and that's I guess that's kind of a bummer yeah. but yeah the B block is stacked. Um, and there's always next year you know. That's exactly true. Uh, looking back a few months now, uh, your thoughts. You know, after the fact, you know, now uh, some weeks removed from wrestling at the G1 Supercard at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, that was awesome. My dad, yeah, my dad came. You know, Madison Square Garden is one of those places that you want to wrestle if you're a wrestler. You know, uh, Arena Mexico, Cork and Hall, uh, the Tokyo Dome, Madison Square Garden, the Allstate Arena, you know. It's one of the, it's on the checklist. So, yeah, it was, it was all a blur. (laughs) <laughs> it's a total awesome insane rush uh it was so fun and that street fight on top of that like you're in madison square garden swinging uh kendo sticks around dude i loved it tables and kendo sticks exactly um awesome how much when, when you're in new japan how much are you paying attention to what's going on in other promotions either wwe or the you know aew which just had its second show officially um you know ring of honor obviously which you're also a part of but uh, are you yeah. constantly looking around, or because right now with AEW there seems to be a fire lit under a lot of people, um, for yeah. and they're not even on technically TV yet, but yeah. I mean, if I hear something or some rumor, or I hear that there was a good match or whatever, I I kind of look out and see what's up then. But when 
if if that's not being said, I really don't pay too close attention to anything really besides what we do. <laughs> We're busy enough. We've got enough shows. I watch enough wrestling. Trust me, without looking outside New Japan. <laughs> so well, the uh... Uh, but if there's any ever any like big news, you know, I watched uh, the eight their eight of the Bucks, the Young Bucks and Cody show and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. watch it take over every once in a while when I hear something good happened, but not really. I don't really think about it. You know, it's interesting, just uh, uh, the landscape for NXT has changed where, you know, these takeovers, you know, people look forward to them so much because they're so, you know, the the quality of the product is so great when it comes to NXT takeovers. But now there's this trepidation um, among fans for call-ups where it used to be the name of the game in NXT was, you know, oh, when do you get called up to the main roster? When does that happen? And now it's a lot of people are afraid for their favorites in NXT to get called up because... We've seen so many people recently uh, get squandered and sort of wasted and lost in the shuffle. And uh, when you were back in NXT, I mean, it was the name to get the call-up, right? Like, that was the big deal. Oh, yeah. I think that was that's always the goal for the wrestler, probably. Uh, but, uh, but at that point, it, I know what you're saying now. It's like, oh, if Adam Cole goes to the main roster, you know, will we get to watch him wrestle as much and stuff like that? Yeah, that's that's be the problem with their system, or that might just be the problem with having so many guys and so many talented guys. It's hard to have um, enough things for people to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like you can't fill all it's the time. To, I mean, if you get fr- if you're there and you get frustrated, then leave and you know seek elsewhere. I think a lot of guys are starting to do that too. So yeah, it's, it's all in what you want to be as a wrestler, you know. Seeing as like you just faced Moxley who left, and then you have also in the past you faced you had a, a ongoing feud with Cody and other people, but you yourself who are, you know you're from that system and now, but you're you guys are proof that you go on and there are, are other opportunities and other options and great wrestling outside of you know the WWE system. Uh, is is this just something you you are accustomed to seeing more and more of like people leaving and and doing what you did years ago? Dude, I, it's happening, I guess, a lot a lot more now. And I think that is like, hey, I hate the internet, but the one thing the internet does is it makes you, you're able to watch any kind of wrestling from wherever for a very low price. And there's there's more eyes on wrestling now in a way. It's, it's easy to not work for really big companies and still make a lot of noise and still have a good fan base and still make a living not being signed any company and i think that's awesome so i can't i don't remember exactly what your question was i think i kind of answered it yeah you did i i I also um you know famously you're also not on social media still i believe correct yeah and is is that just still a reason where it's like you get what you get from me when i'm in the ring and that you don't need anything beyond that or do you really not enjoy social media at all uh yeah i'm just i just kind of got fed up with social media i I feel like it's just a lot of people on there saying look at me look at me look at me and i don't know it's just got so annoying to me and i don't really need it i could see if you know if if i was an independent wrestler i would probably have social media to help spread uh help gain like popularity and you know people seeing you but luckily new japan is like the second biggest wrestling company in the world and I don't really need to have anything to promote myself because I'm signed with them and they promote me. So I'm kind of lucky in that way. But yeah, I just think uh, social media is a bunch of people on there putting themselves over 
and I don't need to be a part of it. Excellent. Uh, I just wanted to know your final thoughts before you head into um, G1 Climax 29. It is a grueling tournament. You know, it, it takes place over weeks, but it's, you know, when you look at the level of competition that you have to face back to back to back, it is, you know, it is it, it is a crucible. You know, it is a trial by fire. And, and uh, what are your final thoughts heading in? Well, my final thoughts right now are I lost my bag, <laughs> my one of my... Uh, so I lost my new boots and part of my new costume, so I'm worried oh. it's not going to get here in time. So that's stressing me out. Uh, and, you know, I have to get my suit dry clean for the press conference. That's stressing me out. But as far as the matches go, to be serious, it's, uh, I, just, I just think uh, they're going to they're gonna happen, and they're all going to be – they're going to be great. All, I mean, how many matches are going to be in this month? Uh, like hundreds, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be – yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, thanks so much. It's going to be great no matter what. I can't wait to see it. And uh, people obviously can see it also on Access TV. And uh, thanks so much, Juice. Hey, thank you. Thanks. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.